Hi guys, welcome to Let's Be Real. I'm your host, Abby Bear. And on today's episode, I will be talking about my second pregnancy that also ended in a miscarriage. Um, And so on my first episode, for those who didn't listen, I shared about my first pregnancy that ended in a miscarriage. Um, But I didn't continue talking about what happened after. So let's get started. So after my first miscarriage, it actually took a month for my HCG levels to go down, which was so draining because I still felt pregnant. I still had symptoms and my levels were just slowly going down. So I had to go get my labs done weekly, which was so hard mentally and physically because I would get a call from the office and they would be like, Hey, your levels still aren't at zero. We need you to go back next week. So that was hard. And like I would take a pregnancy test and there would still be a faint line on there. So that was also really hard. So yeah, it took a full month of that. Once my levels got to zero, my OB told us that we were good to start trying again. But she does recommend giving it like one cycle before. So we did that. Um, and we were really scared to start again. But we were just like, we want a baby. Like after getting a glimpse of how much we already loved our baby, we were like, we like, we don't care. We're just going to try again. So we started trying again and we found out we were pregnant on July 4th. So our miscarriage was in March and then our, we got pregnant again, um, found out July 4th. And that morning I actually took a pregnancy test And I didn't even look at it because I was like, it's going to be negative. So I went, I remember I went back into the bathroom. Jeff and I were getting ready. And because I was so tired that day and I was like, let's go get an energy drink. Let's go to Target (laughs) because I was so tired and it was like noon. I just was exhausted. I didn't think anything of it. So we walk in the bathroom. I look down at the pregnancy test to go throw it away. And there was a line and I was like, Jeff, look. And we looked at each other and I just started crying. And I, the first thing though that I said, I was like, I'm so scared. And I hate that because my first miscarriage ripped that joy away from me. That all my pregnancies, I'm always going to be fearful. Um, So we just hugged and we're like, okay, let's take a digital together. So that was fun. We We're holding the test and waiting, and it said pregnant. And we were so excited, and obviously we were so scared at the same time. But we were like, this is our rainbow baby. Like, it felt right. We're like, everything's going to be okay. So, um, obviously, though, I was freaking out. And we actually waited a couple days to tell anybody, um, which was really hard. So I was like four weeks pregnant, maybe even like three weeks, five days. Like I was almost four weeks pregnant, something like that. Um, So I called my office and told them I was pregnant and that I wanted to come in for an HCG draw to just check my level and see where it was. So they did that and I got that level back and they're like, you are pregnant. Like the level's good. Let's just get you back in a few days to make sure it's doubling. So... Um, we, I went back, got my level 
my blood drawn. And then I got a call that my level hadn't doubled, but it was close enough. So they didn't think much of it. They're like, let's just keep doing draws to make sure the number is going up. Um, so in that time, like I was waiting, I think two days to get my result again. So I think I waited four days to tell my family. Jeff and I were going to wait until the first ultrasound maybe because, and I want to share, I, even though I've had miscarriages, like I still want to share early with my family because I need that support, especially after like having a miscarriage, like for this pregnancy, I was like, I want to tell my family so I can have support through this time. Like I was just so anxious. So I was like, Jeff, I have to tell my family. So we went over and told my parents and I got a cute onesie and it was really hard for me to even buy something because I was like, I don't know, but I was just trying. I was like, no, I deserve to celebrate even though I don't know the outcome. So I got a onesie that says surprise. You're going to be grandparents because my parents don't have any grandbabies yet. So I put it in a bag and I was like, look, I got something for your dog and they opened it and it was a onesie and they were so excited. So it just felt relieving to tell them because I was like, I'm so scared and I just needed more people to talk to because I just, I was scared. So we also bought a onesie for Jeff's family for his parents. And it was, it said, let like, let the spoiling begin March, 2024. And we actually never got to show them that onesie, which is really sad. Um, we were going to wait for them to fly out. They were, I can't remember, they were coming out or something. They live in Texas, so we were waiting to give them that. But, and then I only told like a few people at work. So this pregnancy was a little bit more quiet. Um, so yeah, so I think at this time only a couple of people knew. So anyways, I got my HCG level back like my third time and my number still wasn't doubling, but it was increasing. So I had my OB's personal number. So she actually called me on a weekend and she was like, hey, let's get you on progesterone because my progesterone actually was dropping a lot my first pregnancy and I have low progesterone. So she's like, let's just see if that helps. Let's just get you on it to be safe. So I got on progesterone and I asked her, I said, are you worried about my HCG not doubling? And she's like, yeah, a little bit. I'm like, great. So I was trying to be positive, but I had a bad feeling like last time. So that was hard. And this podcast is probably going to be all over the place because I truly feel like I have a lot of blinks now in this story. Um, I was very, I was consumed with a lot of worry for the second pregnancy. And so I just feel like I just don't remember a lot. Um, So yeah, bear with me. It's kind of, it might be confusing. I'm jumping around. So I was about five weeks pregnant now at this time. So I was happy that I'm like, okay, I'm not bleeding. Everything's okay so far. So I started getting like crazy lower back pain to the point I couldn't walk. And I was like, it's really early for this to even happen. Um, And then I started getting these like shooting pains down my legs, like warm shooting pain. And then in my like stomach, my lower stomach, I started getting like severe burning, like cramps. It was 
I've never felt anything like it. And so I was like, something doesn't seem right. Like my body, like I couldn't even walk. So I was like Googling and, and a lot of things came up saying like, it could be just like a pinched nerve or it could be a blood clot. And so I wouldn't have thought much of it if I wasn't pregnant. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the ER. So we went to the ER and they actually got me back right away because I was pregnant and they just wanted to make sure everything was okay. So they, um, did my blood work and I actually remembered my HCG number. So when they told me my number again, I was, I knew I was like, okay, if it had doubled or not, and it actually had not doubled, but it was going up. So I was like, what is going on? Um, so then they did an ultrasound and just keep in mind, I was five weeks at the time. So they told me they're like, usually five weeks, it's too early to see anything really. Sometimes we can see like a little sack. So they did the ultrasound and they came back with the results and they said that they saw something that looked like it was maybe developing into a sack, but they couldn't confirm. So on the paperwork, it said like, this is probably a non-viable pregnancy, which like made me freak out. But my nurse was like, no, like it's so early and your HCG number looked good. So you should be okay. So I don't know. I left the ER with really no answers. I was still in pain and it just, I didn't, it didn't feel right. Um, so then my, I think I just kept going to get blood work and I just remember my HCG was just being so weird. So then I remember at this time, so I was supposed to be six weeks. So it was a week later and I had started spotting again, but like I said, like that can be normal in pregnancy and I was trying not to think anything of it. And I, um, was waiting for another blood draw result. And so I was at dinner or lunch. I was at lunch with my parents and I get a call from my office, my, the medical assistant called and she's like, Hey, um, your doctor wants to see you. Can you come in? So I knew in that moment, I was like, it's, it's over. And I, so yeah, I knew I was pregnant about almost like three weeks and that time frame, I was just so scared, but I was holding on to hope because I was trying to be hopeful that this was my rainbow baby. So we hurrying eight and I called Jeff to, if he could leave work. So we headed over to my doctor's office. Um, and my mom came with Jeff and I at this time and we were sitting in the waiting room and it was just deja vu. I was like, here we go again. And at this point, like I just had a terrible feeling. Like I could not even be hopeful at this time. Like I just knew, um, so we got into the office and she was like, okay, I'm really busy. So it might be a little bit. So we waited in her office actually for a really long time. Cause she was like, I want to be able to sit in here with you and talk and answer all your questions. So I'm sitting in the, in her office, just like my mind's going crazy. Like, is it a miscarriage? Like what's going to happen? So she comes in and she's like, I got your level back. It's increased by one. So <laughs> it didn't go down, but it only went up one. And at this point, my HCG should have been really high and should have been just doubling. 
and it never doubled. It was just rising. And then my last draw, it went up one level. Um, so when she told me that, it just, it crushed me. And I was like, so what, like, what do you think it is? And she's like, it's hard to say, but I think it's going to result in another miscarriage. And I don't, I don't even know what I thought at that point. I think I went numb again. And like my husband and my mom were in the room and I was just heartbroken. So she's like, let's do an ultrasound. So we had never done an ultrasound for this baby yet. So she did an ultrasound. And then again, I was going to be, I was six weeks at the time and she did it. And there was like teeny tiny sack, like nothing really developed. She couldn't really see, like we never saw actually like a baby in there. It was just like a tiny sack. Nothing developed how it should. I think it was even measuring like four and a half weeks. Like it was just, it was weird. So she was like, um, uh, I asked her, I said, can we do a DNC? And she's like, we don't recommend a DNC because it was, it's not that big. And I was like, I cannot go through this again. Like the physical pain of passing this. And she's like, I know. So she talked to the doctor who would have been doing my DNC and he recommended not to do a DNC. So she's like, I can prescribe you pain meds this time. Um, but this is your best option. And, oh, I was just so upset and it was really hard because I was six weeks and I never saw anything developed on the ultrasound. So that just made me feel, um, I don't know. It was like another, like nothing grew again. Like that happened on my first pregnancy and people can think whatever they want. And it brings me comfort. Like I, I just believe like as soon as you get pregnant, things develop and that, like that's your baby. And like, I believe, I think my baby formed and I just, we couldn't see it, but it brings me comfort at least to just know I have two angel babies and you don't have to believe that. And people say silly things like it was so early, but I just, I had to at least believe like I had a baby cause it wouldn't have made sense in my mind. So it just made me feel weird that I never saw anything developed the second pregnancy. Um, so my OB talked to me and she's like, you now, we now have to talk about what's going on because you've had a second miscarriage. So you do like fall in the category of recurrent loss and we don't know why it's happening. And another thing, my progesterone level kept going down, even though I was taking progesterone capsules, which makes no sense. Like I was like, do you know why that would happen? She's like, no, like your level your progesterone should have been going up. So it just didn't make any sense. So she was like, I'm going to refer you to go to a fertility clinic where they can do tests to see why you are having recurrent miscarriages. And falling in that category is something I never thought would happen. Like, um, miscarriages are common, which I wish they weren't, but like a lot of people just have maybe one miscarriage in their life. But to think now that I am 23 years old and I've had two miscarriages in the span of four months, um, it, my life just is so different now.
And so, we're, yeah, we're sitting in the office and we're talking now about going to a fertility clinic. Um, and she told me that my tissue and everything will probably pass in the next few days. My body will just start doing the process like it did last time. And she was so, I love my OB, like she was super kind um, and optimistic that hopefully we'd find answers. And so, I don't know, like I said, this was all blur. So we went home. I couldn't even tell you anything about the rest of the time. I, and we actually hadn't told Jeff's family. So they had no idea we were pregnant. So um, I had Jeff send out a text because I was like, I just, I want people now to know, like, especially my family, we never got to announce to them and I felt terrible. Like I feel guilty sometimes telling other people that I have a miscarriage. I don't want to put that on them, but I also need the support. So we told them and it was really sad to deliver the sad news rather than telling them we were pregnant. We just told them we had a mis- another miscarriage. And then I ended up just telling work because I needed time off. And after, yeah, let's see. I think it was a couple days. So after telling some like of my loved ones, um, it took a couple days to pass everything. I actually um, was working out super intensely after this because I was trying to help my body everything because it just nothing was coming out and so I was just holding on to the pregnancy still and I had to go through another natural miscarriage um here's another trigger warning it's a little talk about blood and stuff um I was actually alone this time Jeff had um was coming to me he was at work and it all happened before he could get home and It was another traumatic, painful experience. Um, My first miscarriage, um, that passing was a lot more painful just because it was bigger. But this was also very painful and traumatic and a lot of blood loss. Um, So, yeah, so that was terrible. And I don't. I kind of, I wish sometimes I could have talked about my experience when it all happened because now here we are like seven months later um, or six months, however long it's been. And it's just, there's a lot of blurs. So again, I'm sorry if it's kind of, I'm jumping all around, but so I, I finally passed everything and I had to let my OB know and um, it was done. And I just, after this, and then I um, had to, I think, go get more blood work to make sure my levels dropped. I think it took a week only to let, to have my HCG go down to zero. And hearing that, like, I'm no longer pregnant, I just, I went into a really dark place after this. Um, So, yeah, I miscarried, like, the end of July. So, like I said, it was only three weeks of knowing I was pregnant. Um, and it was really hard. It still is really hard now losing two pregnancies 
and still not having my baby is so heartbreaking and the grief that comes with it um, is really hard and I just went yeah into a really dark place for a couple months um like that's when I look back and I just don't really remember anything I was super dissociated um I got really bitter like I life just wasn't I didn't want to live I didn't want to do anything and my body went through so much um and like I didn't have an appetite and I wasn't like eating a lot, but I, my body, I gained a lot of weight, which was really frustrating because I'm like, I'm not even like eating a lot or my hormones just like attacked me. My acne went out of control. So like my body and my mental health, everything just went awful. Um, and so I told Jeff, my husband, I was like, I, I can't even think about trying again right now. Um, like I can't go through this again right now. Um, I just, I need time. And plus we had to go to the fertility clinic and I'll make another episode about that, um, about that and what our answers have been. But both of my pregnancies were early pregnancy loss. And just because you were early, um, doesn't mean it didn't matter. A loss is a loss and you have every right to grieve your baby you lost and I had a lot of people like I've had some silly comments made to me throughout my process and people who say things don't understand because they haven't been through it Um, so if you have somebody in your life who is going through miscarriage and you don't know what to say to them Just say you're sorry and be there for them. You don't need to say comments because you don't sometimes know what you're saying. And they're in such a fragile place. Like, just be there for them and say sorry. Um, But every loss is a loss and it matters. Um, Even if you found out you were pregnant and knew for one day and you lost the baby. You have every right to grieve as long as you need to. And my last miscarriage was in July and I'm still grieving here in January. Um, There's no timeline on grief. And I don't think this is something that I can ever heal from 100%. It's always going to be in my heart because um, I did lose two babies. And that's a huge part of me. And my whole life, all I've ever wanted is to be a mom. And I got something ripped away from me at a really young age. And my life has changed because I, I don't even recognize myself um, before I was like pregnant. Like it's so weird how much I have changed from this experience in my life. And I, um, I'm so sorry to any of you who have experienced a loss. It is so heartbreaking. It is so hard to go through. And now being in a category of recurrent losses is so hard. Like I never thought this would be my life. And I am trying to be more positive in my life now because I spent six months in such a dark place. And 
bitter and I don't want to be like that anymore. So I'm trying to, I started this podcast in hopes to help people who are also going through loss and um, sharing my story because it, it helps me to heal and talk about it, sharing my story. And it's very vulnerable for me to do this. Um, but I just, yeah, I want you to know if like, yeah, you've had early miscarriage that it is okay to grieve and don't let people make you feel bad for grieving. Um, every pregnancy loss is a loss. And I know that there are so many people who have had a lot harder experiences than me and I am so sorry. And everyone has different grief and grieves differently. But I just want you to know it's okay to grieve how you need to. And pregnancy loss is so hard. And I hate how common it is. And I just hope you know you're not alone. And I hope that I can help you by listening to this podcast. Um, So yeah, so that is a little short summary of my two pregnancy losses. Um, it has forever changed me and I, when I look back, I'm like, would I take, I wish it never happened to me, but I also got a glimpse of how much I can love a baby. Um, and I know that when I am pregnant, I won't take anything for granted. Like I want morning sickness. I want all the hard things. I will deal with anything to just have a healthy pregnancy. And I just want to carry a baby to full term. And I cannot wait for that day. And I cannot wait to hold and see my baby in my arms. And I want that more than anything. And I am trying to be hopeful it will happen. And I know it will. So... Thanks for listening to my story and my next episode, I will talk about my journey with going to a fertility clinic. So yeah. Bye guys.